This podcast is brought to you by Steve Motor Group, Claire Gawe. For your personalised vehicle shopping experience, find out more at stevemotorgroup.ie. So delighted now to be joined by Glenamati footballer Aidan Gersley and Michal Brannock's footballer Frico Berra to look at the senior and intermediate semi-finals as well as those couple of relegation games as well. The senior relegation round robin series gets underway this weekend and we're at the final round of it as well in the intermediate. Lads, just before we uh, do get in to look at the senior and uh, intermediate semi-finals first, it's probably going to be like a bit of a therapy session for Voti um, to start off. But Aiden, a bit heartbreaking for yourselves again to come up short after extra time uh, for the second year in a row in a quarterfinal, I presume. Yeah, absolutely, Paul. It's uh, sickening, to be honest with you. There's no other way to to describe it. Uh, you know, to be a point up both years at the end of normal time and kick the last kick of the game twice last year and this year to bring it to extra time it's just an extra time then it takes on a life for own <laughs> and obviously we're not very good at it but uh, yeah and then get it back hit the crossbar in the last minute or two and lose by a point again it just sickened sickened it's, uh, I don't know maybe it's a mental thing or something it's uh, yeah it's very, very disappointing can you put it down, Dan? If maybe it was last year, I would have said inexperience. But when you do the same thing over, I don't know. Uh, yeah, just not managing it right. Like it's, you know, just finishing line there in front of you, and just not to be able to hold it out. Because I think if we got over that quarter final thing, I think that's three quarter finals now in a row. Lost by two points. And then two extra time defeats. So I think I think it's a mental thing. I don't I, I don't know. I'm a long time on the road, but can't figure that one out. And for Feek yourselves, you obviously lost by a point to Monavay Abbey in the quarterfinal in 13-12. It's safe to say we've all seen a penalty decision. Um a penalty should have been given, it wasn't given. You lose two key players through injury. Similar to Aiden, I presume it's probably just hard to talk about the season when it's still a bit fresh. Ah, uh, yeah, no, it's a, it was a tough pill now to swallow. Same thing with Aiden, like with our third quarter final defeat in a row by a point. We've lost two county finals as well. So, like what Aiden said there, it's, it's a mental thing. I think, uh, I suppose for both of us, Glenn Eddy and Miguel Rannocks, we. You need to win. You need to get over one of these big games. And unfortunately for us, um, we haven't been able to do it the past three years, um, which is very disappointing. Especially, uh, we were happy going in at halftime. We were a point up with the wind in the second half. Um, We were three points up um, into the second half. Should have had a penalty. But uh, still... Um, I felt we were in control of the game um, and we just let it uh, slip by us which was um, very very disappointing and it's a long 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 winter again uh, thinking about what ifs what nots um, but look we'll keep going as I say we love the misery 
Um, um, but like I said off air, sometimes you just need that bit of lady luck on the day, and we just didn't get it. But uh, the show must go on. Um, but yeah, tough week, tough, tough, tough week. But it is what it is. Just before we do get into the senior semi-finals, that's uh, whichever one of you wants to jump in here first. But like going on this intermediate championship, do you think it's up there with across the country one of the most competitive intermediate championships when you look at it? Uh, yeah, yeah. One, eight, you can go first. Yeah, no, hundred percent. I I would think so. Like <clears throat> you know, people were asking you. After the group stages, who you know, who do you want in the next round? I'm like, no one, you know, no one. There's no team you'd fancy there, like, and especially with the preliminary quarterfinals, then this year as well, like, another year cartoon would have been out, um, you know, and then they're in it now, they're in a the semi final. Um, now I know that they, they did have a very hard group, but as I said, other years they would have been knocked out, so. I would say I would say it's extremely competitive. Like I'd say like you see Williamstown. Williamstown were in the relegation battle for the last couple of years. Um really put it up to me Hall Brannocks in the second half of, of that game. And uh Kilkern Caburn, they're thereabouts most years in relegation battle now. I think they will come out of it, but you know, on any other given day, they could be up there as well. Um, so, yeah, definitely. I think it's has to be one of the most competitive across, across definitely Connacht, but I would imagine across the country. You're along similar lines there, Fick? Yeah, no. Um, like, when you look at when you were in the, when you're doing the power rankings, like, I could have said, like, the, the 10, 12 teams there were probably say to themselves that they could win an intermediate championship this year. Um, there was one team there that some people failed to mention. Um, I think Brendan's are a fantastic team. Um, sometimes they don't get half the plaudits. Um, I don't know how they're that low in the in the power rankings. Um, you've Caro in relegation. You've Caltra now back at it big time. Um do you know, uh, Williamstown, we were seriously under the pump there in the second half against Williamstown. It's really, it was Boland and Finton that really got us out of that game. <clears throat> um, like they were in a Division 3 final, lost by three points to Tremor. Do you know? Um, like, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a tough, tough, it's a tough, tough championship. Um, and do you know what? It's only going to get tougher next year. <laughs> yeah, obviously with that two teams coming down from uh, senior. Uh, so intermediate definitely is going to get tougher. If we're to look at the senior semi-finals first, uh, the game we look at first is the game on Sunday. Uh, half three, Tune Stadium, Milltown, Kirk Finn. To kind of bring both of you in here, uh, so last week we were talking on the podcast, obviously, and we we're referencing Milltown season and how terrific it's been and what they've done. It's just remarkable. But can Milltown beat Curve in this weekend? 
Um, you know, I was actually thinking about this. I'd give them a chance. I'd give them a chance, yeah. Um, Curfin, you know, Curfin or Curfin? They put it to this way. It was Milt- if Tuma beat Milltown, everyone would give... Or sorry, if Tuma beaten Curfin, everyone would give Milltown a great chance. And Curfin or Tuma had chances to win that game as well, but ultimately, as Curfin do, they come through. So I would give I would give them a chance. Um, probably hard to see them win, but I, I think that, I think it, I think it it won't be as easy for Curfin as you know as as people might say on paper, especially if I know Dylan Canny was missing the last day for Cur, for Curfin. He he's obviously a huge loss. I seen him playing in a couple of games earlier this year, and he was flying. Uh, yeah, if Cur- if Milton can keep it tight for as long as they can and try to get them on the break, I, w- I I would give them a chance. But probably probably Curfin probably will win it. But I would give Milton an outside chance. Yeah, you give them a chance, Vic? Yeah, I would. Um, just the fact of going, they've momentum behind them. They've nothing to lose. Um, they played to their strengths, direct football. Which could cause Carfin uh, a lot of trouble. Now, in saying that, um, great seeing Liam Silk back. Like he was marking Jamie Murphy the last day, three points. Um, on Jamie Murphy, one of the probably one of the stalwarts in club championship for a long, long time. And um, but like what Ethan said there, if Milton bring this into a dogfight, um, get them on the counter. You know, Mihal Martin, Liam Costello, serious, serious ballers. Um, but it's unbelievable what Milton have done this year, you know. Like I don't know how true it is, but someone's telling me that like their average age is in the mid in the mid thirties. Like if that's true, like it's it's a uh, it's, it's serious going for you know for a, for a small club, you know. Um, to be in a county semi final, uh, great great tradition in that club. Um, it's unbelievable, and they'll hundred percent go into that game now, thinking they can cause an upset. But um, another thing, like, I, I only saw Carfin once this year and that was against Octorard in Pierce Stadium and you know, if if if, if, if sorry, if Carfin play like they did against Car- uh, Octorard um, Milton would be definitely with a shout. Now, um, when you beat Tune, one of your rivals, one of your neighbours, you know, it gives you a great lift. So you'd expect Carfin to win. But um, I would definitely, definitely, definitely give um, Milton a serious chance just on just momentum alone. Um, not, not, nothing, nothing to lose. Throw the kitchen sink at it. Um, and yeah, no, I think it'll be. I think it could. You know, and again, you know, you could, you could, it could be a bad, it could be a bad day. You know, wind, everything, referees. You just don't know. So. You know, I I expect a tight tight game there. Just on that, Aiden, when Fleet touched there on Milton's maybe average age, it's a lot higher than other clubs. He had Darren Mullally this year coaching he again, and he's still going strong. Um, he he hasn't featured yet, but maybe we could a feat uh expect him to feature at some stage. But like just from getting an insight into him, and obviously there's a f- a few players around his age that are still going strong for Milton. When you see him training, um, like what is it for you that all these kind of old stalwarts from Mill- Milltown are going stronger than ever? 
Yeah, it's a, it's a credit to them. Like, we were actually joking one day, I said, they, you don't retire in Milltown. You just you just keep playing. <laughs> you know, just keep going as long as you have. Like, I watched the, I was at that down in Milltown game that day. And, um, you know, they were behind, I think it was three or four behind, maybe five, ten minutes left. Uh Carl Blake won a couple of balls midfield. Class kick pass for the ball. Doesn't give it away. His brother Jamer came on full forward in the last maybe five minutes. Touched the ball maybe three times. They got three points out of it. Just lovely little depth hand passes left and right. He knew where to go. Um, and then you have the, the other two Blake lads, Kieran and Sean. Uh, you know, great players, great defenders. Um, they could they can mix it everywhere. And obviously you have Darren, as you said, he hasn't featured yet. I wouldn't. I, I I wouldn't be one bit surprised if he does feature on uh on 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 Sunday. Um, I I, I don't know. He, he may not, but it wouldn't surprise anyone. I'm sure if you did see him coming on, I'm sure it'd be a big lift for for all the younger lads and the older lads on the team to to see if he did come on. Um, but yeah, it's it's a credit to them the way they can keep it going and the heads they have for it. Um, and and the love of Milton and playing for Milton, they just seem to. Seem to keep going and give it everything when they're there. And like, think of a lot, a, a lot of clubs that uh, give Anthem to have lads like that. Keep just keep going as long as they can. Before we do get uh, touch on curve in a bit, before we touch on matchups and predictions in this game, Milton are eleven to one to win Frank Fox at the minute. Um, and Montbelli are four to one, and then um, Kerfin are second favourites. Mike Cullen odds on to win back to back county titles. But Fig, when you consider the age of some of these Milltown players, and like they're not going to be around forever as as long as we are thinking that they're still playing. But is this the chance now that this group kind of really kind of need to realise that they mightn't always get to sem semi finals year after year? No, and um, you know, I suppose if you go through the the Goy Championship in the last ten years, you'll always get one, one team that we don't expect to to reach a semi final. And we've seen with the likes of Berna, we've seen the likes of Michaels getting to a county final. Um, you know, they're they're in a great spot here at the moment. Like what I said, uh, some of this, some of these lads could be their last. This could be their last game for their club. There'll, there'll be serious, serious motivation in that dressing room to give it all the next day. Um, you know, serious stars in that club. Just, you know, it'll be, you know, it'll be like it, it'll be, it'll be a big ask for them to win on at the weekend. Like, but you know, if you look, look at it, like it's. it's it's all, it's fallen right in place for them with the with the with the story behind it and everything, um. But you know, from one to fifteen, all have to have the games of their lives at the weekend. Like just touching there on Carfin again, like you know who really now pressed last day. Um, he's slowly getting into it was Tony Gill. Yeah, and he he a serious game. You know, so um. Just going through that Carfish team, it's a brilliant team, brilliant management. Kevin Johnson, like serious, serious, serious coach. Um, but you know, they'll throw uh, Milton will throw everything at it, and it's all about Carfish. You know, and 
going through it like Milton the first the first twenty minutes now Milton will see you know will seriously seriously trying to keep in that game, uh, keep it tight, and stay in that game for as long as they can. With Kerfin, they've been going about their business quite nicely this year. Um, obviously come unbeaten in the championship so far. We referenced it a few times on the podcast throughout the year. Uh, a lot of the younger players have added to this year, Brian Cogger, Jack McCabe, Patrick Egan in midfield. He obviously would have played probably against a lot of these because they would have started their careers out with the Kerfin intermediates. But when you look at them three that have added to it and then you look at Mike Farrer coming on the last day, Martin Farrer coming on the last day, Michal Lundy coming on the last day, Ronan Steed not coming on. Like it, There's definitely a case to be made here that this is probably one of the strongest panels out of all the teams left in the championship. 100%. And you just touched on there, Carvin. They're going through, the, they're going through this championship very quietly. Um, not much. Now look, maybe, maybe because I'm on the other side of the the, the pond, but Jesus, there's no talk about Carfin at the moment. And, you know, that is scary. Um, a lot of people are talking about um, my Cullen and Montpellier, uh, in which will be a, a massive game. But, you know, Carfin are in a lovely position uh, where there's no one talking about them. And you just look at what happened to Ireland in the rugby, in the All Blacks, and you look at tradition, um, you know, so I'd say that the, the lads in Carfin are happy where they are, and like you said, the experience showed then when these boys came on, Michael Lundy, Conor Brady, the two Farris, Michal and Martin. Um, they're just a serious outfit, and you know, when it comes to when it comes to um semi semi finals and finals, there's no better team to do it. And Aiden, we're like with this group. There's no denying this group are hurting. They haven't won a county title since 2019. And obviously, for every year there, it was happening for them. But like it, this group are definitely hurting. And they're, you can see they're eager to get back to where they were. Ah, 100%. 100%. As Fleek touched on there. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I suppose all the talk is really about Mike Cullen. Um, sure, it plays right into Corofin's Curve, hands in that... You just you just list, listed out some of the players, not even the players that have come up through the intermediate ranks, but that have that were on the subs the last day, like the two farers, Ronan Steed, Neil Lundy, like all our medals flowing out of their pockets, like it's unbelievable. But like to have that and to have this, this the youth that they have there as well, like Gary Sice up front, um, Jesus, like he's he's still playing, but he might be getting. The highest man, he, you know, he kick his freeze. He might, he might be the highest scorer can play, but so much goes through him. He's so clever on the ball, his kick pass, and everything is absolutely brilliant. So, like, as Feek said, they're in a great position. Um, obviously, they have to get over Milton at the weekend, but that squad they have is just, just unbelievable. Um, be very hard to see, very hard to look look by them. You know, when you're when you're picking a, a potential county champion. Obviously, Mike Cullen are there, but Curfin are right on their tailcoats, and I'm sure they'd be they'd be gunning for whoever whoever gets it through the other side as well. I presume you both think where they have the advantage in the Curfin backs. 
Liam Silk, Kier Malloy. They just seem like they already have the players to match up very well with the Milltown forwards. Yeah, 100%. And I suppose I'd imagine what they would try to do is um, attack. Like that seems to be where most their most their scores come from. Runners running from deep, and they keep running. Uh, they might give a ball, but they keep running on. You could see Dylan Wall, uh, Liam Silk, uh, Kieran Malloy up in the full forward line, and you could have a corner forward out in the half forward line. It's just position don't seem to matter to them. They're such good footballers; they can play anywhere. Um, so, so yeah, I I would imagine that will be. Uh, we touched on at Milltown you know we, we think they're an, age, they're, they're an older team they might just have the same fitness levels as Curfin would have and I'd imagine Curfin will try and exploit that using the wings using the depth um, and as I said run, runner, a lot of runners from deep um, very hard to defend to defend that when it's constantly coming at you you know do you know what do you know Milltown I forgot to say Milltown gave Mike Cullen a good game this year as well yeah they did yeah um, so, you know, um, that's just after coming into my head there. Like, and like I can, I hundred percent. I say, you know, I I can imagine Silky now would be on me on Martin. Like, and I say Silky will want to bring him up the field. Now, if me on Martin, I say he'll just pass him on to someone else because you need you need your best players up front. But, um, you know, Milton be going into this game with. No serious pedigree, you know. So, like I know, I know, I know. A heavy pitch might suit Milton as well. Do you know? But sorry, no, I have to cut into into you there. Just came into my head. No, no, not at all. Uh, but just thinking, like on this, who do we expect to come in? Uh, for Curfid in the forward line, just like to refresh your memory, forward line that started against uh, Chim was Brian Cogger, Dylan Wall, Tony Gill, Jack McCabe, Gary Sice, Connor Brady. Mike Farrer obviously changes the game when he comes on against Chim, but uh, Dylan Canny and Dara Silk, whether they're, they're back from injury, who do you expect to come into that forward unit this weekend? Jesus, um, do you go, do you stick with the same team or do you change it up? to go like and like with Milton with experience you could make both you make both cases really um, I don't know legit yeah I don't know like do you stick with the young um, and, and, I, I... I would say I'd say if Dylan Canny is is fit, I would say he will start. I would imagine because he's he's their free taker now that Jason Leonard has gone. Yeah. Um, now I don't know who took the freeze the last day. I seem to take a lot of them the last day. Yeah. 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 Well, obviously he's he'd be a very good free taker on the right hand side, but okay. Shaman probably be more on the left. But uh, I'd imagine he he would start anyway if if he is fit. Um, do you bring one lad? Do you bring one of the more more experienced lads on into the half forward line? Um, so you have Sicey inside, and you have Tony Gill and one of the Farrers, and you yeah. know, um, yeah, no, it's, do you know what? It's a good, it's a good, um, 
headache to have. That's I, was, I was just going to say it's uh, it's some headache to have. <laughs> it's obviously they're, not, they're not looking to their junior. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but possibly, uh, I'm not sure about Ronan Steed's situation. Yeah. Um, has he been injured or is, is he just not making the team? I don't know, but uh, he could be brought on maybe to Mark Kyle Blake potentially um, mm. they've, they've, I'd say they've matched up plenty of times down through the years How did Milton set, set up because Karan's played the sweeper role this year down to a tee he's been superb he likes to sit mm. back in front of that full back line give them huge protection and he was tremendous against Claire Gawley but a sweeper against Kervin is like they do have these kind of shooters that will be able to land scores from range. And we've already came to the point where that curve in back six are just going to run and they're going to try and run Milltown. So what's the best way for Milltown to set up this weekend? Oh, they'd have to play with a sweeper, I'd say. Um, I'd say they'd want to close that D, close the shop. Hopefully win the toss and get the go against the wind in the first half. Take suck up all the pressure. Be in the game at half time, and like we said, throw the kitchen sink at it in the second half. Maybe push up, man on man. Um, but you know, to go to go, like to go fifteen on fifteen, man on man with Carfin, like you'd want to be absolutely cracked. They'd fucking eat your life. Do you know, especially when you're. Like I'm thirty two, I can only imagine like if some of them are thirty five and you're chasing Dylan McHugh or Wall or do you know Liam Still? Yeah. Not uh, that's me now. That's me. Not a hope. We go. I definitely go with. I go with plus one definitely. And how do you see see them setting up in? Yeah, it's as Pete said. It's very hard. It's very hard to see. Uh, to be honest, it's very hard to see. I don't go to 15 on 15 against Kirkin. You know, because uh, they're such they're such good kick passes the ball. Um and they hold on to the ball. They don't they don't they don't give it away. I would imagine they will have to use a sweeper. Uh sweeper, protect the D. Um maybe even maybe I won't say two sweepers, but you know, maybe drop your wing forwards pretty deep as well. Uh, and then look at Milton have have scores up front too. You know you've you've Liam Costello. Yeah, I think he's a brilliant player. Um, you have M- Mike Martin, obviously he's a brilliant player for years. Uh, Mark Hare, excellent. And there's a, there's another lad. Um, Owen Mannion. Owen Mannion, sorry, yeah, brilliant. Like very dangerous. You know, like I'd imagine what they will try to do is, you know, keep it tight at the back, use their sweeper, maybe drop their wing forwards. And try and hit as hard as they can on the break. They have a very good ball carrier as well. I think it's Liam Costello's younger brother. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know was he playing against Kergala, but he was very good against Standard Down the day I seen him. And uh he was excellent at carrying the ball. Um, you know, it's probably something you 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 will need to do against Corfin if you're defending deep. You will need to carry it a bit and try and try and hit diagonal balls then into the forwards. But yeah, look, nice. going back to your question, I would imagine they will have to play. Sweeper and maybe drop your wing parts deep. They didn't, they didn't. I think I'm nearly certain they Claire Galway only scored two points from play 
You can score from play in the first half against it was a goal and five frees in the first half. I think it was forty five minutes before Claire Goy registered a score from play in the uh, quarterfinal. Like Colin Brennan and Mike McWalters, the two wing forwards are going to come back into the pocket. Then that probably like they usually play with thirteen men behind the ball. I, so I don't see them changing it now. Yeah, no, and just about to say like, no, they, like when I go back to like they have that motivate more more moment behind them now. They they might just go. We'll we'll just stick to what we do for the championship, and go with it, give it our best. Sometimes I. You know, in football, like you can you can look at tactics all you want, but at the end of the day, you know, whoever outworks the other team usually wins the game. It's as simple yeah. as that. Just before some matchups and final predictions, there's a narrative here we haven't touched on. Uh, former Curvin footballer Justin Burke is the Milltown senior football coach. Does that does that have an impact this weekend, Aidan? Imagine it would to some extent, yeah. I'd imagine um, it's obviously going to be hard when manage against your own club, you know, um, or sorry, coach against your own club. But yeah, I would imagine it would have an impact. He's gonna, I suppose, he's gonna know the, I suppose, what the, what the ins and outs of what the Corrigan lads like, what they don't like, where they like to go, obviously, what foot they kick with and stuff like that. So yeah, he should have a huge. A huge insight into what um what Corfin will be trying to do. Uh, I don't know how close he still would be to the camp, but he probably wouldn't be too. Probably not let them get too close the last couple of weeks anyway. But uh, yeah, you'd imagine it would have some impact to a certain degree. Like he would. He would, I'm not sure what age Justin is now, but he would have played. I'm sure with the majority of those lads. Maybe not. Maybe not the younger lads so much, but he definitely played with Sisi and Ronan Steed and. Uh, Liam Silk and all these lads so yeah he'll have his I'm sure he'll have his own matchups done yeah being interesting household which is Burr Gavin um, cornerback uh, for yeah. Kirkin uh, at the weekend but how do Middletown backs week line up with Kirkin forwards here well do you know what I think it's not what Middletown I think it's it's the overall structure and what we were going back to the ten and twelve coming back, um, you know, another thing is when you have thirteen men behind the ball, like that, that they're not too deep because you know if you give if you give Carvin time to kick in that ball, you know that they're pressing out, they're squeezing, they're not, you know, like they're making that middle third a war zone, um, um, it's that ball going into the Carvin full forward line, and then you have you know like. I was watching Sicey there against Uchtered, like, and my God, like, even in the warm up, some of the balls he was kicking were like, you know, you, you wouldn't see them, at, you wouldn't, you wouldn't even scan them in the top of the stand, like, it was unbelievable. And if you give boys like that time on the ball, it's game over, like, so it's not even what they're marking. I think it's the structures and where they are, and you know, Carfrey will be going from left to right, trying to you know get them on an overload so that you know. All these things will come into play. Um, so, again, desire, work rate, um, focus. It's going to be a series. It's a mammoth task for Milton, but um, something to look forward to. But, um, you know, you gotta you got to have someone on Sicey. I know he's 
I know what what is he now? Is he thirty? Thirty nine. Thirty fucking hell. Yeah, thirty nine, but like his kick passing is just out of this out of this world. Tony Gill sent forward three three points from play the last day. Momentum again behind him. Um but I think Aiden touched on it, you know, it's the runners as well coming from deep. Um so like it's just ah, it's, it's the more you it's a it's a it's a brilliant team, but something look will relish. Have you both now kind of came to the conclusion here that Kervin just have too much strength and depth to win this weekend? I'd say they'll just I say the last ten ten, fifteen minutes I think they'll I think it'll be tight and I think Carfin will win by four. Maybe. Yeah, much the same as Feek. I do see Milton competing for a long stretch of the game. But as he said, I, I just think Carfin will probably just have that too much too much in the end. But uh yeah, I look forward to it. I think it'll I think it'll be a good game. Yeah. But yeah, Carfin, Carfin for me. If if Montpellier win, sorry, if, Mont- if Milton win, they need goals. Yeah. How many? How many? Yeah. Three. Three. Yeah. He's <laughs> set and done there. Uh, on the other semi-final, lads, Montpellier uh, might call it half three Pierce Stadium Saturday. You, if you just look since 2020, Mike Cullen have beaten Montpellier in the county final last year where Mike Cullen won their first. 2021, Montpellier get revenge in the county semi-final. 2022, Mike Mike Cullen defeat Montpellier where they went on last year to win the county title. So going on the last three years, it's 2-1 at the minute to Mike Cullen. Um, and uh, like Fee, it's safe to say there is there is a big, big rivalry building up between these two clubs. Yeah, no, there is. And um, I watched both teams at the weekend. Both teams just got over the line. Both like after the video game, um, I saw Finnerty had them in in a little huddle, and they're on the pitch there for five ten minutes. Um, just you know, they're not flying it, but you know, you want to be peaking at the right time, so you just don't know with Mont Mont Bay my lock. And on the other hand, like my Cullen were cruising, cruising against Salt Hill, and. Brought them back into it, but again, and um, my Cullen got the job done. Like Cookie was unbelievable the last day. Oh my god, um, fuck! Like that point he scored, it was ridiculous. Um, but like it's going to be a great game. Um, do you know who I couldn't get over? Do you know who was unbelievable last day for one play in my lap was John Daly. On the face, breeze from play. The man, the man just, the man just loves kicking the ball. Like he, and do you know who, do you know who's man the match that day was Johnny Duane? Unbelievable. He's he um, I met him in the hole in the wall there on the Monday Monday night, and um, I say I was telling you telling I was telling him he was playing the the football of his life. Um, what a player! Unbelievable last day, but um, yeah, it's a hard one to call, um. But you'd fancy my Cullen, but you know, Montpellier not going well at all. But it'd be the type of game now to 
to just get them going. Yeah, with that, Aiden, there's questions about Montpellier now coming into this. Like last year, up to the Mike Cullen semi final, they're absolutely flying it, playing superb football in that group, and then got, you could say, caught on the hop somewhat against Mike Cullen last year. This year, they come into it not in great form, and there probably is a few question marks about their group. Have they been on the road now for a long time? People will be saying, but like they can use all this as motivation now going in this weekend. Yeah, hundred um, percent. I, as Fig said there, I think there's a big game in Montpellier. Um, mm. I seen them against Chum. They were pretty counter for, against Chum. I think for the first twenty five minutes or so, and then Chum kind of gradually got into it. I think there might have been a point or two in half time. Chum obviously had to win the game; it was massive for them. Um, well, a couple of mistakes up front, maybe just taking shots when they shouldn't have took shots or something. But Mike Daly came back on the field, got the first ball he got. I think he put it over the bar. Uh, so obviously he he's a huge addition to them. Um, obviously probably won't start the next day, but a massive player to have. But I do think, I do think there's a big game in them, and I think. What, the size of my Cullen jerseys will will bring it out of them, and I give them, I give them a great chance. Um, like my Cullen, obviously the same. They haven't set the world alight either as such yet. Uh, just going back on it, I think James has ran my Cullen pretty close in the group stages as well. Would have let you more. Yeah, it's sort of let her more like and can seem to concede a few goals that I know I know Sean Kelly wasn't playing and Peter Cook and obviously they're two absolute huge players like but yeah I do I do think Montpellier will give it you know not I'm not sure will they win it but I think I think it'll be a very close game very close game so, and as you said they are definitely coming in under the radar I'm sure they'll be, I'm sure Michael will be right out favourites is it somewhat going under the radar that people forget like that I suppose the Montpellier six starting forwards uh, ever since Michael Daly has got injured haven't been on the pitch for quite a while together. Like, are they boosted now by having Patrick Kelly and Michael Daly back in that forward unific? Yeah, like, they're two unbelievable players. Like, um, like I, rate, I think they're brilliant players, but Michael Daly at the last day just he's still not at his jet took a few snapshots last day now if he got them all he needs is one mm. he's such a player um, there's just something missing in my, I don't know what it is like a spark missing I'm not playing my lock at the moment but it's like what Aiden said there like you know they're, they're, I, they're not far off it they just it might it just this Mike Cullen game now might be the one to get them going Um. But, you know, and, and again, the boys have got more game time. A tough finish. He was unbelievable last day. Um, he, he was very good. Um, but I'd, I'd say Montbay, my lock, if they are to beat my Cullen, it is my Cullen's goalkeeper. He is the man to go at big time. But in saying that, my Cullen absolutely crucified the Montbellu kick out last year where Montbellu just couldn't get 
the hands on their ball. They got three goals in the first half. So it's a thing for both teams to go after you feel this weekend. Mm. We'll see. With Mike Cullen, it's actually one of the most, it's, it's a very simple kick out. It's the man kicks it up so high, there's snow on the ball, like, and it's just an overload breaking ball. And like, Mike Cullen have big, big men out there. Big, big men. So, like, I suppose Montpellier my lock at training at the weekend, they'd be seriously working on the breaking ball. Um, you know, the second ball. Um, just that want to win the ball because, um, you know, it, just if there's one weak link I have with my Cullen, it would be their keeper. Um, you know, um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. And what's what's impressed you most about my Cullen so far, Aiden? Um. Runners, they seem to have great runners from deep all the time. Um, what's his face? Johnny Maloney, is it? Yeah, from Offaly, yeah. Yeah, he seems to be a big addition to them. Uh, I know Paul, Paul Kelly kind of plays out around the middle third as well. He's a great great man running off the shoulder. Obviously, Peter Cook is back, brilliant at that. Um, Sean Kelly, obviously, coming from deep. Um, there's a, is it Owen Kelly? Yeah, yeah. Like it seems to be no more like her Finn. It's the same thing. They seem to love running from deep. Uh, Tom Clark from Mayo, um, from Mayo originally. He he's I think he he set up the last score the last day. Again, another good man to carry ball as well. So I I think that's their biggest strength. Um, the amount of runners and 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 the speed they move at and seem to always have someone off the shoulder. Um. When they're attacking, you know, the amount of um scores they get from hand passing over the bar is unbelievable. Yeah, uh, they they bring it to one side, they overload, they loop, don't bring it into the tackle, um, and just a a, a soft hand pass over the bar or a soft hand pass across the goals and the goal, um, and you know Sean Kelly back last day as well, but, you know he wasn't. He didn't see him himself, but still, he, he got a he got a full game under the belt. So he'll be he'll be mad for road now the next day. Uh, David Wynn as well, another man who's his runs are unbelievable, and he might not yeah. touch the ball. He might not touch the ball at all, but he the amount of lads he brings with him. Um, you know, another man you'd hate to be marking. Um, Owen Gallagher as well, very quiet last day, but a serious, serious man. Desi as well, loves a good loop. Serious shooter, um. But you know, you look at my my Colin like if Tomo if Tomo was if Tomo was fit the last day for Salt Hill, you know, like Salt Hill were just missing one more forward. Um, they could have bet my Colin. So you know, there's a there's a, there'll be opportunities for Montpellier my lock the next day. Um, it's gonna be a cracking game. Like I can't wait for it. It's just. Yeah, two key matchups here, lads, are probably who marks Sean Kelly and who marks John Daly. Will they mark each other? Yeah, that's another thing. I know yeah. my Colin put Michal O'Reilly on John Daly last year and he just followed him everywhere, but could they tie up with each other as well? As... I could be wrong here, but I, I, John Daly was very, 
John Daly wasn't as playing much of his six the last day. He was kind of in midfield, kind of half forward, um, getting you know tackling in the middle third. So there's a great chance that the two boys will be marking each other the next day. Um, but you know they could just cancel each other out. It'll be it's for me. It's who who mark Cookie, like Peter Cook was on believe. Oh lads. He gave this ball into Desi Keneally in the first half. My God. <laughs> peach. Peach for ball. He scored a point outside of his boot in the first half. Scored that whopper uh, to draw it, um, 60 minutes. Like, he needs serious, serious, serious mind. And I think he's... I think he'd be the... Who marks Gallagher? But yeah, who marks Cookie? Is Matthew Barrett the man there to tie up with Peter Cook? Do you feel like... Uh, physically wise, yes. Don't know. Would he be as mobile as Peter Cook? Peter Cook has great pace and uh, he's great. He's a great stride when he starts moving with the ball. Um, not and Matthew Matthew Barris is fine, a fine player as well, but he's probably more of a an out and out kind of. I know he got the winner the last day, but he, I think he's more out and out and out between the two sixty fives or or that as a midfielder. Whereas Cook, I'd say you could kind of play him. You could play him anywhere from 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 midfield up, you know. Uh, so I don't know what would I match though. Would it, if I was? I suppose both players are a problem for the both opposition managers. So uh, I don't know what I put Matthew Barrett on Peter Cook, but then yeah. could even be Billy Mannion or someone. Yeah, that's yeah. I would be thinking maybe that that might be a better a better matchup. Um, I'm will. sure. I'm sure. My, whatever about Sean Kelly. Uh, obviously he do man marking job, but I would like. I'd say they would be delighted if they got Mike if if they got him on John Daly. I would say Montpellier would rather have John Daly as as their playmaker. You know, they they they'd hate to see Sean Kelly marking him. I think. Uh, but then look at I think pound for pound I think Montpellier might have better forwards than Mike Cullen uh, if, the, if the click and if Paddy Kelly is obviously great to get a game into him the last day and I think if he hopefully that game will bring him on a lot and I think um, he, he, he's, a, he's a handful too Do you both start Michael Daly and Patrick Kelly from the start? Oh, 100% Yeah Yeah here, you know, if you like, you beat Mike Cullen the next day, like you know, just the momentum you have going into a county final. Um, um, yeah, no, you have to like, you have to have your best team on the pitch now against these boys. Um, yeah, and like, no more than that. Like, you're talking about who marks who. Like, if Michael Daly's on the pitch, you're going to have someone go down Michael Daly. Like, so you're going to free someone else up. Um, you know, you have one finisher, you've Barry McHugh as well. Um so it just caught, gives gives um Don and Kieran Murphy more problems. Um you just have to yeah, no, hundred percent. Um and like I know I said that Michael Daly missed a good few shots the last day, but like that 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 game time might doom the world good. They played in Pure Stadium now. Um, so they've got their bearings there, you know. So, um, yeah, 
you just no more than middle town now. You just gotta go for it. You gotta go for it. You gotta throw the kitchen sink at it. It's your best team on the pitch. And my Cullen probably bringing in James McLaughlin. Jeez, you forget about him too. Yeah. Yeah, it's He's... unbelievable. The the embarrassment of riches, really. Especially oh. kind of the the a lot of uh very physical players around your middle, your your middle eight. Uh my Cullen have a lot of physicality there. Probably more so than Montpellier. I think I think Montpellier might have a better up front. But middle eight, Mike, very hard match up against uh Mike Cullen in that department. They might bring McLaughlin in for the kickouts, like um I'm not joking. Um yeah, and I'm, I'm not joking, like Montpellier just just bomb it out to the middle of the field and they just box people out and it's either you either catch it or it's a breaking ball. Like this it's not rocket science what they do. Um so like the big they need all their big men out there the next day. Because I suppose when they have the ball, they're a serious team. Like if 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 you're at the game the next day, like just have a look at what they do. Like they'll just pick one side, they'll go they'll all overload to that side. And they'll bring that they have width and depth and they just they'll just get it into the corner, don't bring it to the tackle, um loops. Um, side ones and they'll just hand pass it over the bar it's unbelievable what they do it's unreal unreal hey bud giving a nod to my in here yeah uh, my Cullen my Cullen by two and I'm going to say Desi Keneally man the match Canadian. I'm going to go from up value after extra time. Oh, okay. And why? Sorry, Paul. And why do you feel from value after extra time? Uh, I just think that I just think there's a big game in them. I just think that you know, and it's now or never, as we said. Um, I think they're going to have their strongest team out. Whether that will be strong enough to go to extra time, I just. Th- as I said, I just think they've a little bit more up front. I could be completely wrong, but that's that's just my gut. So that's the game at half three uh, on Saturday in Pierce Stadium. Before that, uh, we have half one Saturday, Ellen Iron versus Keith Connolly. Uh, a repeat of last year's uh, semi-final Ilan Arn led for large parts of that book. Lee Conley uh, came back at them in the second half uh, to win that game. But just before we get into it, I know last week we were paying remarkable credit to Ilan Arn for what they've done. But, like, Feek, you know a lot of these Ilan Arn lads. To lose Colm O'Brien on and Tyler Faherty this year, the odds were really kind of stacked against them to get to this stage of the competition. Hmm. Big time, big time. Two brilliant players. Um, one thing with Oren, they are so organised, so organised. Like they know exactly what they're doing to a team, and it's an absolute credit. Like, um, oh, they're still at it. Um, but you know, having Sean McCurns back, he has. He has put on serious, serious muscle on this. He's a big man now. Um, we played them in a friendly, um, before the Kilconley game, and 
you know, he means business. Um, you know, he's a he's a savage. He's a savage man. But they've great players. They've, um, ah, uh, oh, I forget his name now. The centre forward. He's in school. He was. Kenyan Okanila. He was in school with my brother. Like, unbelievable player. Unbelievable player. And his dedication he has to the club is unbelievable. Um, you know, but um. They're just a solid outfit, you know. Even league and championship, they're there, thereabouts every bloody year, um, and you know they'll be hurting, they'll be hurting after what happened last, last um, last year. But going back to what we started saying at the start of the podcast here, like we've had problems in the past three years in quarterfinals. So have um Aidan McKell Maddie. Elon Oren are very similar with the semi finals. They just need to get over the line the next day. But you know, it's it'll it'll go down to the wire and it's the last ten minutes that'll win it. Um and that hurts and they'll be going through all I suppose all the times they what mistakes they've done the last past few years. Um, they'll be talking a lot about that during the week here now but it's, will they be able to I suppose apply it um, stay focused um, do the right things when the pressure comes on because um, Kilconley are a serious team we played them um, in summer and yeah no they've just brilliant players like Niall Marsden Marsden Prendergast has scored a goal every game this championship and Paul Mannion who I said last year is one of the top forwards in the country um, momentum behind them they'll be hurting from the county final last year it's going to be a great game um, between between that and Montpellier and Mike Cullen I think it's these two games are the games of the weekend How do you see this game Aidan? 50-50, I'd say. Um, I know they had a very close game last year in the semi-final. Um, it's Fig said said they're uh, credit to credit to Ireland Island, so they keep keep coming back. As I said, last two of their their best players, and they're still doesn't seem to have affected them. They're kicking on again, and they just need to get over this semi-final. Because um, look at they're playing in Division Two for a number of years now as well, so they're, you know, they're a good team. They're good enough to get up to senior anyway and have a go at it. Um, but at this stage, just getting about over the line. But Phil Connolly, I haven't, I haven't seen an awful lot of them this year. Um, I've seen a small bit of their game against Brendan's. Um, Phil Connolly seem to be always able to get goals, which I think is probably their their biggest strength. Like they could be, I think against Brendan's they were. 10 points apiece, time five minutes left or maybe 10 minutes left. They got two goals in the space of two minutes. You know, they seem to be they seem to be able to do that. And I think they did the same against Cartoon earlier in the championship in Milltown. Um very, very little between them. I'd probably I'd probably just go for Kilconley, I'd say. Um but very hard to to differ to to, to, to call it to be honest with you. 
yeah, just just about Kilconley. Obviously, with Kilconley, because you were mentioning there, the main threats are really Paul Mannion and David Prendergast. They're scoring a large proportion of Kilconley's scores. Do you feel Illinois and have the system to frustrate them? And do you feel Sean McCurran picks up Paul Mannion this weekend? Uh, right. Sorry, Fika or me, Paul. Sorry. Oh, yeah, just Fika there. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. I'll tell you now. I think Sean McCurran will go on Prendergast. Okay. Um, Prendergast is has scored a goal in every game this championship. And one thing that Aiden has said is goals win the games and Kilconley are scoring goals for fun this year. And if you go through all their games, Prendergast is their top scorer. Um, and you have one of the finest footballers in Patrick O'Donnell as well. Um, who could go on Paul Mannion? Um, or who could go on Connor Marsden? Um, oh, like, yeah, I think Sean McCurns will go on Prendergast to answer your question. Um, and Patrick O'Donnell will pick up Paul Mannion. Um, and I think they'll try to frustrate them. Um, and um, we'll try and get Kilconley on the counter-attack. One thing Kilconley are brilliant at doing is slowing the game down. And when I say slow the game down, is their tackling. So their delay, um, we found it extremely hard. So before the before the, the Kilconley game, um, you know, I suppose we had a lot of space in the middle third where Kilconley really 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 now put serious serious tackles in the middle third so you know it's about Aaron keeping the ball out of the tackle um, it's about moving the ball up but Aaron don't play with many forwards up front they might have one or two but what they do is they have a lot of runners get the ball to Killian um, but um, do you know what I actually can see this as a draw um, at the weekend um, I just think these two teams are very even um, like Aaron was, Aaron's seven points off the la- last year um, yeah. cruising yeah at half time yeah Bill Conley just got Bill Conley got to a county final they're just yeah like yeah, I, I find it hard now to call that game um. Yeah, you know I'm gonna go for. Do you know what? It'd be interesting to see who Niall Daly, Niall Daly could run a muck in midfield. Mulcairn played midfield against Caldera, so is it something where they're going to put Mulcairn on Daly? That's not a bad shout, actually. But yeah, and Patrick. Would, but then who goes on Prendergast? Yeah. Yeah. See, these are, I think Aaron have more problems to figure out than Kilconley, but I just think Aaron are just getting things done. But Kilconley are. I just. I was very impressed with the the last day against us. They just. 
they just mean business and they bet Brent, like any team that beats Brendan's I, I just think Brendan's are a great team um, um, yeah yeah no I'm probably not even answering the question here I just think it's I think it's a I think it's a draw written all over it and Aidan would you say since you played Kilconley last year would you say they're a better team than this time last year Uh, yeah, maybe. I think they're probably playing with a bit more confidence now this year. I know when they got over us last year, they, they took a lot of confidence from that, especially after extra time. And obviously got over, over there in Ireland, then didn't perform in the county final. But I think, as as Fik said, they're, they're really going for it this year. Uh, they seem very organised. And they're probably that bit of, I won't say cynical, but game, gamesmanship. Or you know, around the middle, slowing the game down when it needs to be slowing down. I think, I think that's probably something they would have improved on. Uh, it is a very hard game to call. I think uh, it's. I, I just forgot. Like I forgot about Patrick O'Donnell. Like he's a fabulous footballer. Um, yeah. yeah, he like he actually could mark a man, and, and but he also needs to be marked as well, because. I don't know, did he score one three or one four in one game, or maybe that was last year or something? But he, he could play anywhere, you know. So he's probably one that Kilconley, from an attacking point of view, would really need to focus on as well. So he could be one that to pick up Paul Mannion maybe and try and put Paul Mannion on the back foot going the other way. Paul Mannion, he's he's obviously still playing brilliant, but he doesn't seem to be scoring as freely from play this year. But that's probably because he's so well marked, you know. So he might be uh that might be something that Iron Islands might do is maybe put, put Patrick O'Donnell on him and try and keep him on the back foot. Sean McKern, I would have said the same as Feek there with um, David Prendergast, but then... Nine Daly. Nine Daly, yeah. That's, that could be another matchup for him. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a very hard game. The more you think about it, the more you get into it. I, as I said to you earlier, I hadn't talked too much about these intermediate games because... Interest, <laughs> interest isn't the highest at the moment going on uh, our last but it's 50-50 just about Kilconley sorry Pete go on no sorry I couldn't in there but you know, I said it to you before the, said it to you before that we went online like sometimes you need a bit of luck ball hits yeah. off the post off into someone's hands goal um, you know a bit of that as well you know but yeah, like it's it's the uh, it'll be a great game. I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to it. Um, in the sense of, um, Kilconley seemed to be on a mission this year. Like they are in a tough group, but Aaron have been going about their way about their business very good this year, and they have the two boys missing. Doesn't seem to affect them. Will it affect them? Uh, in the same final time will tell but great game I just yeah I'd love to know who's ref it like when I say who loves to know who's ref it like it's Austin Conley. it's Austin Connell Austin okay yeah see Kilconley love their serious serious tacklers serious tacklers um, and they'll put serious serious pressure on, on Aaron but one thing that Aaron are very good at is they don't bring the ball into the tackle Um, so yeah, no. Yeah, no. Just like I said, I think it's a draw written all over it. 
No, just then on the other game, they're both narrowly going for Kilconley there in the end, but Courtney Shamrocks and uh Munave Abbey, that's the game, uh one forty five, Sunday, Tube Stadium. Aiden in this game you have Cordoon who eventually got past yourselves and Munave who have just done enough. It seems to be two teams who've just done enough in this championship. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, obviously Munave coming out senior along with Carroll, they would have been seen as one of the favourites. Um I you know, I saw them against Curfin, the Beck Clifton in the first game. Then I saw them against Curfin and Shum. They were behind for most of that game. Um, I think Trevor Mullins just got that was the last minute or something. He got a point to win it. I think it was 14 13 or 13 12, something like that. Just about got over the line in my eyes. They were lucky enough. Then I seen the first half of their game against Caltra. It's a great game of football. Um, you know, two teams really going at it. Uh, they yeah, so they haven't, and obviously just 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 got over Michal Brannock's. Um, they're on the right, you know, they were they were lucky enough to, to to do that. So yeah, look, that's that's a point win, that's a draw, and a point win again. So they're 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 just about getting enough done, you know. They don't care as long as they're winning. But I suppose they haven't set the world alight as the way we would have thought coming out from senior and with some some of the players they have. Um, but there is quality there, and I think, I think, um, you know, I think there is a big game in them. Um, I I do think it'll be a good game. Big, obviously, you came up against uh, Bonavé Abbey in that quarter final. What's the most thing that impressed you about Bonavé in that quarter final? Uh, the same thing we always say about Bonavé. They're just a they're just an honest bunch of men, uh, steely, tough. They never give up. Um, just a solid outfit, a solid outfit. Um, McDavid put forward. Um, a lump of a man, Jesus Christ. Um, he's a big unit. Um, Trevor Bowles midfield, Glenn Kelly then on, Glenn Kelly on the freeze. Um, do you know any team that goes down from senior, like? When we went down to senior, we got to two county finals straight after it. So they have that experience. They have the know-how, which was evidence against us. Um, you know, they're going about their business, not setting the world on fire, but they're still getting it done. They're getting, you know, in the, I suppose, the clutch moments, as they say, that the boys are stepping up. Um, so, you know, I expect them to win because they've just come down from senior. They've some quality players. Um, but, like, I, we played cartoon in the first game of championship. And, um, like, I was talking to Paul Verley after the game and if if I told him that they'd be in a county semi final after us beating beating them by six points, he'd take I say he'd take my hand off me, but fair play to so, them and how they're like 
like another tiny club like you know no more than Milltown or Aaron like you know unbelievable what they're doing uh, getting they're getting everything out of every player Paul Verley out as well like you know Joey Don in the back um, out, he was out in Saudi Arabia milking cows but he's back now for uh, back now for cartoon uh, he's baller and sure like Verley like Verley's the man like Early, um, I love the man so much. He's a legend. Uh, so, um, be like if if like, if Monavay stopped early, you have a great chance of winning the game. Like, did Verley score? Do something against G? Yeah, yeah. Um, two three, wasn't yeah. it? Two three, but like those those two goals that came from us losing the ball. My God, lads, have you seen the first goal? Finish. It was an absolute screamer. Uh, we we hadn't our first choice goalie, Cormac, because I was injured for the last two games. He had a head injury. Um, but no keeper would have stopped this. It was absolutely brilliant. As as much as it pains me to say it, it was a brilliant goal. But yeah, like cartoon, as it, uh, again, as Feek says, if it, Barley is the man, like if he's fit, I give Cartoon a great chance. Is he fit? He went off an extra time against us. Um, and I thought it was a hamstring injury, but I've heard since that he was just cramping, but I don't know how true that is. But if he's fit, he's going to take some stopping, like, you know, if he's if he's on form. And do you know like, who's another brilliant... Sorry, cutting the game, but Don O'Neill. Ah, brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah, he 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 was brilliant against us as well. He tied up one of, one of our lads, or he was kind of moving around. He was doing a job on a few different lads, but he, he he was brilliant. Like, but they have, you know, there's Johnny Glynn is there as well. Like, if he's playing, I can see him going on Trevor Mullins, huge man, uh, power, height of him. Like he 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 he's a handful. I could if he, I'd imagine if he's there, he'll go on with he'll go on Trevor Mullins. Do you go battle? Yeah, yeah. So, McDade and Bailey are really two key battles here. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I prefer if I was Monavay, I'd have McDade out. That's just me. Monavay play. I think they don't. They kind of go fifteen and fifteen as far as I know, and try and hit hit McDade. McDade or sorry, Monavay are as traditional as you get. Yeah, it's great. To they, see. Are, they are full just. 15 off 15. It was the first we played this year where it was man on man. Um, McDade was in full forward. Like, well, oh, McDade's such a great player. I just like to have him. I'd nearly in and yeah. out. Um, like he rattled oh, He rattled the goal up the post, hit the outside post and the inside post and came out in the first half. But I suppose one thing people say about Monavay is they maybe they're not they're they're short maybe a forward so maybe that's why they have McDade inside um but um yeah I just think the experience of Monavay um will just get them over the line but going back to it again like Farley would be huge like if Farley fit He'll cause he'll cause some serious problems, like because 
I don't know, did they do the same thing? He they, he played inside, like, in, do you know another player, like, on his day, he's a great footballer, like, played with him for Galway, and he was unbelievable, it was Mully. Yeah, very good. Give him space, give him time, that man can do anything with the ball. Um, so, um, and do you know when you win a game like that, you know, I don't. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> get off is, is huge, like, yeah, yeah, 100%. Shane was Kilconley last year, like, it's, yeah, you know, and you can see it in the map to the game, obviously, it's it gives, yeah. it gives gives you a huge lift. So, I give him a great chance of coming in, as I said, if early is fit, uh, I'd go for cartoon, yeah, I'd go for Monavay. I just think the know-how, it'll be, I just think they'll just, it won't be pretty, they'll just get it done. Yeah. Somewhere. Um, but, do you know, it'd be, unre- it'd be unreal if Cartoon got to a county final again with, like, uh, Davis, they have a tight panel. Yeah. Paul, barely gone. Um, but, um, you know, um, just thinking there, p- pure, off the cuff here now, but if you're part choice, would you bring Barley in? 100%. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think he's a great ball winner and everything. Yeah. Now, maybe, maybe the way the game has gone, maybe might not suit him as much. Maybe it's a bit defensive balls aren't being hit him, but he's he's always out in front winning ball. Yeah. I think he's a, he's a great option. He's the man. Would you bring him back in, Vic? Yeah, I would. I would. Just for this, you know... The sole purpose of just having someone inside the full four line just to win a few balls, you know, just a focal point. Um, I know, I know we had Berkey there, um, last year, but at times, like, but I know, I just, I just have him in there. Like he's a professional. He looks after himself very well. He loves it. He's big. I think he's he's telling me there. I called over to South there for a cup of tea after we played in the league game. He's thinking about going into psychology. Like he's a deep thinker. He um I could listen to him all day talking about football. Like he is the man. Um yeah, I I bring him in. I'd love to see him in there. He deserves it. I think we had a few people uh on to us today about uh you getting landed in trade. Eddie O'Sullivan. Yeah. <laughs> what's your what's your response to him? My 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 uncle, uh, my granddad is from Oak and I have a good uncle there, Tommy Ferris. He uh, I used to work in the butcher shop there for years. Uh, but uh, no 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 no. Um, I'll be I'll be building my house in uh, Porosho Creek, and I'll have the O'Bearers playing for the banana. <laughs> I won't be wearing white. Uh, but uh, Eddie Eddie's a Eddie's a good man. Um, another man that another man you could uh. Chef football with for uh, for okay. hours like a legend and you're yes. talking about like, talking about sorry you talk about you know the last Milton like Eddie O'Sullivan still going at it like I was watching him himself the Oakdraer boys playing against uh, Salt Hill and like Eddie going up and down the field like cracked like what a man to look after himself then just lads, uh, to finish, just on the intermediate relegation because it's the last round and it's probably uh, 
bit of a shock to see some of these teams here. But Killeran played Kerfin and Caro played Kilkern. Rather than just getting into the permutations here, who are the two teams you see being relegated, Aiden? Ooh. Uh, as far as I know, none of them are safe, so I'm not going to go into it. But uh, so, Sorry, just let me get this right now. Killeran play... Perfin B, and then Carroll play Kilkern Conburn. Carroll and Do you see both of them going down as well, Fleek? No. I think we can't go, we'll just get it done. Um, I don't ask me why. I just cannot see Carroll up down in junior next year. Um, do you know what? I've had this conversation with a few lads now. It's kind of scary what's happening to... Um, the West Coast here, like you could, there's a lot. Like we're kind of in decline at the moment. Like let's more spit out ourselves, Yarua, Corna. Like when I when I was playing, when I started, like Corner Corner were in a county final. You know, let's more ourselves. Um, you know, and spit out. You know, senior intermediate. Like it's kind of sad to see. Um. But I can just see Hiaru just getting it done. Don't know how. I know um, their scoring difference is better. I think Carfin are minus five and Hiaru are two. Um, so I think Hiaru will stay up. Um, they'll just do it. No more than Manave. Just that know-how. Like Hiaru have been in plenty of relegations in senior football as well just think they'll just get it done on the, the last day so do you see who do you do you see Kilcairn saying up with them yeah okay uh, but I think he'll go down to aggregate score um, yeah. I think have Kerfin and Killer and then so if Kerfin were to win that that'll put all three teams on four points and then we it'll come down to the Games between all three of them teams. Um, I think unless I Car- unless Carfin hammered Killer Aaron, I just think I just think Carroll would beat Killer Clumburn. Even though going on going on, I suppose up or, to now, or you wouldn't see it like Killer Clumburn had a serious win, but. They they're on four points. They probably think they're probably safe. They probably will say we just don't get bet by X mount. Yeah, I just see them two two teams staying up. Um, I just and it's it's is I think it'll it just down to um aggregate score. Carpenter yeah. Or minus. That would actually be scoring difference, not the new scoring system, because that's what goal I went for. If I yeah. <laughs> in case don't I get into that, <laughs> get caught up on. Yeah, yeah. So they're the two games in the relegation playoffs, and then uh, Michael's play Letcher more in the first round of the senior, and um, 
spitting the plate clanning. But uh, that's all we do have time for for today on our preview action of the senior and intermediate uh, this weekend. Thanks a million to the lads for coming on. Cheers.